Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Bill Ford Talk Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. So when I was Googling Rich Kotite to see how old he was... There's three pictures that come up. There's a picture of Rich Kotite with a Jets hat on and a headset. There's a picture of Rich Kotite with an Eagles hat on and a headset. And the third picture that comes up when you Google Rich Kotite is a picture of Adam Gase. Isn't that unbelievable? I'm not kidding. Look at this. Rich Kotite. Look at that. What did I Google? Rich Kotite. What pops up? Biggest picture, Adam Gase. Yeah, I, I would think that that's probably some algorithm that is tied those two guys together. You I know, wonder why. Failures at Jet Coaches or something like that. Yeah, I wonder why those two guys are tied together. Right. Oh, my God. I mean, that was about as, as bad as it gets. Were you doing a check-in just now in the break with somebody? That was uh, not I just wanted to check in with somebody, yes, that uh, that may have a little bit more of a specific answer uh, about uh, a player out there that may be available for the Jets. That's okay, all. but not a check-in like a boomer check-in no, like no, we're no, doing no, with no, Dan Deardorff. No, no, oh, no, I no. thought that was like a boomer check-in. No. How are you doing? Long time, no talk. There's a lot yeah. of people in your life, man, I mm. tell you. You know? How many of those boomer boxes you send out at Christmas time? 150? Uh, no, I don't think it's that many. 125? <clears throat> Let me ask Natalie. <clears throat> yeah, you'd have to ask Natalie. <laughs> exactly. 80, maybe? Uh, 80? Maybe. Okay. I'll text her. Yeah. So 80 people. Some, somewhere around there, I think. So when you stop working with us in 15 years, <laughs> when do we fall off that list? The moment I quit. <laughs> It's not a quitting. It's a. It would be the retirement. Qu- yeah, yeah and they go quitting sounds horrible. All right, so that would be it. So then, no more boomer boxes after no, that. There would be no reason to. There'd be no reason to. But don't no. you send them to the former teammates and stuff that you no. played with? No. So only people who are currently in your life. Yeah, I mean people that currently support what I do, or I work with, or I'm partners with. Yeah. Something so like if that. we were continuing to support the foundation, your retirement, we'd still that's get a, a boomer box. That's a different story. Yeah, but I think you guys just do that because you work with me and you feel like it's the right thing to do, and you like to support your partner. That's that's what right. you should do. Right, exactly. Like I'm getting in shape and losing weight for this freaking bike tour. Yeah, the bike tour is fun, man. Oh, it was not fun for me the first time. I know, I know, because it was bad weather. But horrible. if we have nice weather it will be it will be fine i was talking to sydney about this by the way it's a 40 mile bike tour that i did back in 2019 with boomer that i'm doing again brandon cherry's donating he's got his team together he does that's right um and uh, i'll i'll get there i'm back riding a bike back on the peloton dropping weight to do all this whole thing but i was talking to sydney about it 
So you're making her do it as well. Well, supposedly, you know, Matt is the captain of that team. But, you know, they may be in the playoffs. And if they're in the playoffs, then Sydney takes over the captainship of that team. I mean, they offered it. I didn't I didn't say, hey, you have to do this. That's not what she said. Well, <laughs> she said that she is being made to do it and that she's going to call it like the uh, the eat tour, the bike stop tour or something, because she's going to stop everywhere she can to eat and drink. That's what she said. That's what it is. It's a tour kind of like that. It's not what it is. Me, me well, and you we were in the flew that whole time. We were we wanted to get to the end of that thing that whole time. I had to keep up with it. We stopped once. But it was raining. You don't understand. Like, the last time I just did this was a beautiful day. And you stopped and you ate and you hung out? Well, I didn't eat, but I had a couple beers along the way. Oh, did you? Yes. Oh, wow. See, we didn't do any of It's we a tour. It's not a race. That day, it was raining, and it was cold, and I just wanted to get it over with. So, like, you got to put your head down, and you just got to go. I know. I mean, I felt what, like... If it's a beautiful, sunny day like it was last year, then then you enjoy the tour. You enjoy where you're riding through until you get to the Gowanus. And that sucks. The Gowanus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully it's not another one of these horrible rainy days, which it probably will be because I'm doing it again. I mean, will you it's stop gonna, being it's gonna so be. negative? It's going to be pouring. It's going to be 48 degrees. It's going to be windy. What is it with you and the negative waves? Is there because... I, Negative, it's just my experience. Yeah. Last time I did, it was horrible, it was raining, it was awful. Remember when I met you out there at Otis Ford, out in Hampton yeah. Bays, whatever the hell that was? Mm -hmm. It was a beautiful day. Because I chose that day. And you had a nice ride. I did, but I chose that day because I was, was like, in the oh, middle nice of the, the summer of 2020 or the spring of 2020. Spring of 2020. Yes, right. that's right. Yeah. Wow. wow. Spring. Of, we are three years away. Like right now is the time when. The initial foray, we, we started going into the forays of the pandemic and everybody started losing their minds. Wasn't it February 11th was the... March uh, 11th. March 11th. Oh, that's right. That's we right. are just getting, like, right now we'd be talking about what was going on in Seattle, what was going on over in Wuhan, what was going on over in Italy, if you yeah. remember. Of course I do, yep. Right. So, and, and it was that was March three, 11th. Years, three years ago. March 11th was the Rudy Gobert day. The day that changed sports forever. Yeah. Yes. And then nobody watched uh, games in the stands anymore. You had an entire baseball season, football season with cardboard cutouts, 60-game season, Blake Snell, I ain't catching no Rona. And if you remember, you you and I were talking about vaccines right at the beginning of this thing. That's right. Just like Al did at the beginning of the warm-up show. Yes. So we're all kind of, you know, coming full circle now. Uh, that is correct. Uh, Dan is in Pennsylvania. What's going on, Dan? Morning, boys. How you doing? Good, Dan. What do you got for us? Listen, Boomer, the, the Geo, the first one is for you. The man on every holiday always gets the same thing, and that's the bill, and that'll never change. <laughs> yep, I'm becoming what? well aware of that. That's correct. <laughs> Boomer, the, I got a question for you. I'm a year older than you. I'm a lifelong Jet fan, and I remember when you played, there was the offensive coordinator. Now they got the offensive coordinator, the pass game coordinator, the running game coordinator. Why did those two come about? And, and you know, what's the difference between the three? Like, why do you need all three of them? Yeah, I, I, I think it's too much, actually. And this is one of the reasons why New England is probably the one team that keeps it very simple, doesn't add all these different coaches to the, to the, uh, to the room and you got too many voices. And the one thing I will say, if you have a room full of rookie and novices at their coaching positions, I can understand having, you know, consultants or people that, you know, are specialized in one area, but I mean, it gets to be cumbersome. 
You know, just too much. Well, it's great for the profession because there's like 10 more jobs per staff now. I mean, it's, it's, it's embarrassing, actually. But, I mean, but know. like a guy like Todd Downing probably wouldn't have gotten a job right away in this hiring cycle if there weren't passing game or running game coordinators. Normally, you know, when I think I played, I think we had like 16 coaches on the roster. Yeah. If that many. Oh, there's, there's double that now. Right. So I'm thinking, you know, when I, on, on my Bengals staff, when we went to the, the, the Super Bowl, Sam Weish was the head coach and quarterback coach. Mm -hmm. Bruce Coslett was the offensive coordinator, wide receiver coach. Tiger Johnson was our tight ends coach. Jim Anderson was our running back coach. These guys sound like guys that we should check in on some point and, right, the next and, week or so. And, and the great Jimmy McNally yeah. was our offensive line coach. Yep. And that was it. That was it. Those, those five guys. That was it. That was our offensive staff. And one of them included the head coach. On the defensive staff, I believe there was Dick LeBeau as our defensive coordinator. I see Bill Urbanic, I think, was our defensive line coach. Uh, Dick Seltzer was our linebacker coach. A lot of dicks. Dick LeBeau was also, I think, the defensive back coach as well. You're telling me you had four dicks on that staff? I think you just, I think you just named four dicks on your staff. Dick LeBeau. Yeah. Dick Seltzer. Yeah. It was just another dick. You just said before you said Dick Seltzer. I said Bill Urbanic. <laughs> I could have sworn he said Dick Seltzer and another one for Dick LeBeau. I think he said Gazinia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Coach Gazinia! Over here! <laughs> I think Mike Stock was our uh, special teams coach. Was he? Oh, okay. Any of these guys you'd like to check in with? Any of those dicks that you'd like to check in on? Jesus. How about Dick LeBeau? He's around, right? He's probably yeah, like he's 85. He's a guy to, he's a guy to check in on. All right, here it is. Yeah. Sam Weish, head coach, Jim Anderson, Bruce Coslett, Bill Johnson, Tiger Johnson, Dick LeBeau, Jim McNally, Dick Seltzer, Mike Stock, Bill Urbanic, and Kim Wood was our strength coach. Happy birthday, Dick. So it's just two it. dicks on the staff. Yeah, just two. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Dicks. Is that amazing? That's your entire staff that yes. took your team to the Super Bowl. And by you the way, with dicks now. <laughs> okay, Eddie. <laughs> by the way, in Cincinnati, the coaches. Oh, everybody loves Dick. The coaches end up not only coaching, but they're also scouting. In I love Dick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You idiots. Yeah. <laughs> you idiots. You guys are unbelievable. Dick Pound. Yeah, okay. It's a real guy, too. No, no, it is a real guy, too. <laughs> uh, is Dick Seltzer still alive? I'm sure he is. So Look at that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Greatest nine, name of all time. Ten. Ten coaches. Ten coaches. And they and I think we had, you know we had a couple of, uh, audio video guys and that was it that was it and we ran uh, like I told you an offense that was like ahead of its time oh answer Teresa because I can't answer the uh, okay hey Teresa Middle Island what's up Teresa hi um, I just wanted to say I love both you guys you're fantastic Geo yes. makes me laugh G Boomer makes me laugh too but 
I wanted to say that Boomer has a very good attitude. He speaks nice about everybody. Everything is a positive attitude. I just wanted yeah. to say that. On the air. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's me, Teresa. Thank you very much. I'm, I try to be as positive as I can with these people. You know, they're oh, all negative. They're all bitching, complaining about something. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. But you know what? You're great. Ah, uh, thanks, Teresa. Thank you. You're well, welcome. There you go. Uh, all right, thanks. That, that made my nice. day. That was very nice. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, so now like, go to the coaching staff for the New York Jets. Mm -hmm. And how many coaches are on the New York Jets 2023 coaching staff? Uh, there are a, a, a ton. While I look that up, uh, Al's got an, an update for us here. Uh, Al, I'll hand it over to him. I got an update from uh, about how many gifts Boomer sends out in the holiday season when he sends uh, a, a boxed gift. A box gift is? 60-ish. 60-ish? Wow. That was going to be more than that. What's the average price of one of those? I mean... Uh, it's, it's not just, for you to discuss, and it's not for me to tell you. <laughs> just saying times 60. I I mean, have you ever been unhappy? No, I love it. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what's, shut the F up. what's that cost? Now, the only guy that's ever, you know, said that he didn't like the gift that I gave him was your boy Jermaine Wiggins up there you know, on WEI. Really? Yeah, former player... He's got no sense of style, no understanding of, you know, what I'm trying to send so him. So he actually complained. Yeah, he complained to me, yeah. Wow. I've actually taken the gifts that you've given. I don't re-gift them, but I buy them for other people because I think they're such good idea gifts. Well, there you go. I do put some effort into it with the help of Natalie, yes, but I do put some effort into it. 23 coaches on the Jets coaching staff right now. 23. I had 10. 23. And I don't think they're done yet, coaches. <laughs> well, this actually, yeah, this, so 24 because this does not have downing on it, Todd Downing. Right. So this is 24 guys. What do you need that many people for? <laughs> I don't understand. I can understand maybe you have two defensive line coaches or a defensive line coach and an assistant to help them because you got like 10 guys over there. Yeah. Same thing with the offensive line. I can understand that. I could never imagine Jimmy McNally coaching a, coaching an offensive line and having somebody else trying to teach what he's teaching at the same time. It just, I just don't, I can't, doesn't, I can't imagine that. Yeah. I mean, to have, so it was funny when I was doing that Hofstra game, one of the officials, because I was there, there was a couple other people. So it looked like there was a ton of coaches. So the, the ref at the game was like, you guys got enough freaking coaches over here? <laughs> what? How about the NBA? How about the NBA teams? I know. I mean, because they got like rows of guys. It's ridiculous. It really is unbelievable. Yeah. So that's just the, but it's great for the coaching profession, man. Come on, join the payroll. The We're making a ton of money over here. The beauty about this is that there isn't anything that's lost in translation with a small group of people. Yeah. The, the larger the group of people, the the more op opportunity there is to have things get screwed up along the way. And you get more shiv potential as well. That's the other thing. Some, you know, some, you know, you got potential for people disagreeing on things. And, and, and some people would say in a meeting, having a disagreement is a good thing. As long as that disagreement doesn't get emotional and doesn't get personal. You know? Hey, hello. Boomer here. Someone check it in on Boomer. Yeah, we're going to break now? Yeah, we are. I got to take this. Okay, very good. Uh, <laughs> Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here's a Valentine's Day tip. Send your wife or girlfriend roses, but sign it from a secret admirer. Later on in the evening, see if she tells you about it. If she doesn't, it probably means that she's sleeping around and you probably should dump her. This has been a Valentine's Day tip from Al Dukes. Go ahead and try it. It really does work. Trust them, it really does. Uh, Boomer and Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network on this Valentine's Day 2023. I remember there was one crying Valentine's Day I had with... uh, Gina and I really didn't understand. Like, so you know, Il Mulino in Il Molino. Il Mulino. Il Mulino. No, no, no. Il Molino. Il Molino. Right over there in Manhasset. Manhasset. Yeah, very good, very good restaurant. Yeah. So I had, I had got Gina a uh, a card, some chocolates, and we were going out to Il Molino. Yes, Il in Molino. Manhasset. Yes. That ended up being a between the two of us back in 2015, I believe, a $550 dinner. It's a very expensive dinner, yes. So, so that seems like enough for a Valentine's Day, no? Card, chocolates. Yeah, you would think so. Beautiful Il Molino dinner. Was it enough? Crying, no flowers. Yeah. I said, man, I, 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 I'm sorry. You know? You have some nice red wine, a little Italian food. Yeah. Should be enough. Yeah, it was it was it was especially, chaos, especially at Il Molino. I mean, that was like, pre-kids, though. Yeah, that, but yeah, but that's still Il Molino. It was Il Molino, but I was saying no. It was like th- that Valentine with Valentine's Day pre-kids, a little bit different, mm-hmm. you know, because you're focused on one another yeah, at that yeah, point yeah, in your yeah, relationship. Anywhere up there on that Northern Boulevard area, from Great Neck all the way out until I'll say Cold Spring Harbor, any of those restaurants should be more than enough for a, a nice Valentine's dinner. Uh, CeeLo, you have uh, any like Valentine's Day plans or you're just back into this routine where you just don't care about your spouse and you just go about your life? <laughs> no, it's not that we don't care. We just have come to a mutual agreement. In fact, 
she approached me and said, can we just do cards and be done with it this year? So, yeah, so that's, and that'll be tomorrow, by the way, because the, I'm here and then I'm working a second shift later on and our kids have all kinds of stuff going on, yeah. so we'll handle it tomorrow. So, but that that's the thing. That's, yeah. the, that's the progression. Boomer's looking at me like I'm No, I'm just what I was. You got kids. <laughs> yeah. You got right. a million things going on. You're yeah. running all over the place. And then I you just you lose sight. You're, you don't, the last priority is you two guys. That, that's what happens. Yeah. You know? you know, for your kids, you want to make it fun. Sacrifice. This is another thing to spend money on your kids. For. Oh, yeah. Big time. That so when true. did the crying happen? Like at the end of the dinner when you realized no flowers? No, it was when... <clears throat> so I actually worked at CBS Sports Radio that day. That's when I was doing six days a week. So I did the morning show for five days a week and then did a Saturday show from 2 to 6 p.m. And it was a Saturday night dinner that we had scheduled. So I came back from work and I got the card out and the chocolates, and we had a reservation like at 7.30 or whatever. I got home at 6.30 because I lived. That's a big-time reservation right there. Yeah, the Saturday night, and I remember oh, yeah. like being like, I'm just going to sit for a minute, I'm going to take a shower, then we're going to go. And then the, the crying happened then before the restaurant. So then we had to you know, calm everything down and then then go out to the dinner. That bitch. <laughs> no, no, no. Easy now. Jerry. Jerry. Hey, geez. Jerry, relax. Yeah, yeah. But no, it was Jerry fun. lives. It was like, you know, that's, but that's the way it was. It was an important thing. Valentine's Day mattered back then because it was just the two of you, you know? It mattered back then. It did. No, I, I mean, hear you. Yeah, and now it's just you. like, ah, yeah. No, I asked her, I said, you want to do something Tuesday, actual Valentine's Day? You want to do something on the weekend? Didn't get an answer back. <laughs> didn't even answer. Like, didn't just like, I got to think, think about it. Oh, okay. And then didn't answer. And then we're out in Phoenix. I was like, you never answered me about what, would you like to do something Tuesday night or the weekend after? Ah. Yeah, forget about yeah, it. Forget okay. about it. That's it's over. She's got two kids now. No, and things are going 100 miles an hour. And, and I'm not like, complaining. Like I'm having. No, I mean, no, it's no. just another thing. You don't have to worry about as yeah, much. You're it's kind just, of exhausted. It's but it's just like the progression of things. You know what matters, what doesn't matter yeah. at points in your life. Yeah, Sal on the air this morning admitting last year when he went to get the card, he just bought a bunch so that he has them at home and at his smart. disposal. Just very smart. Of, you know, in the hopper. Yeah, in in the, <laughs> in the hopper. Okay, so now you're in the hopper. Okay, so this is 2023. Oh, he's on the air. He talks to talk. I mean, he is here working at the radio studio. Yeah, yeah, but. No, he's he's DTM. Oh yes, right. DTM. I have not been with you since that all right, went down. Right. So. Dead to me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Because of, of the Islander jersey. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Boom, yeah, yeah, now he's chance, trolling so. people yeah. with it and everything. I just say DTM, baby. Right. <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Lost. <laughs> uh, CeeLo's got an update for us. What's going on, CeeLo? Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Also brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Third 40-point game of the season for Jalen Brunson. You consider he didn't have any of those in his first four years with the Mavericks. And Jalen Brunson's going to get the ovation now. A brilliant performance from Jalen Brunson. 40 points, 5 assists. And the Knicks are going to snap their losing streak to the Nets. At nine, that's Mike Breen on MSG. And his buddy Josh Hart had 27 off the bench. Julius Randle, double-double with 18 and 10 boards. As the Knicks pulled away from the Nets last night at the Garden, 124-106. Here's Hart on Brunson. Obviously played with him at Villanova. But even he couldn't have foresaw this version of Brunson. I knew he would have a long career in the NBA. Um, but I didn't think it was going to be, you know, how we playing now. All-Star Game snub, a post-game theme last night. We already heard from Tom Thibodeau on that saying Brunson should be there. Uh, Brunson asked about it, but before he could even answer, Hart, who was sitting alongside, jumped right in. Yeah, the All-Star Game, would you, hey, why did you he should be. 
Um, I mean, if, if I was ever invited, that's an honor. And still could happen, obviously, as a replacement with other guys dealing with injuries and whatnot. On the net side of things, Jacques Vaughn still figuring out his new group post-trade deadline. That includes what to do with the enigma that is Ben Simmons, who played a season-low 13 minutes off the bench last night. If you put another big next to Ben, then you got to figure out what the spacing is around him. <laughs> then if you put a playmaker next to him, then you got to figure out what Ben looks like without the basketball. Then if you go small without with Ben, then you got to figure out, can you rebound enough with him? A lot of roadblocks, it would seem, giving you all the reasons I mean, why you can't see guy, the court right now. It's a basketball team made of five guys on the court. Yeah, he's only making $35.5 this year. Yeah, but the Nets pay you guys can't even to get do him nothing. On the court. Nobody pays guys to do nothing more than the Nets It's do. unbelievable. You know that. You can't get him on the court. You can't figure out what he is. He can't hit a free throw. He can't shoot. He's $35.5 million, and he's the last guy standing in this disaster as they're digging through the rubble. Next year, by the way, $37 million. The year after that, $40 million. I mean, they, they still owe this guy the rest of this season, and on top of it, another $77 million for the next two years. They've got nobody on the team left, and they can't even find a way to get him on the court. Like, why, why, are you, why are you all, like, uh, you know, surprised by this? I didn't say I'm surprised. I'm just accentuating the fact that these idiots Idiot. had completely no direction, and now they're stuck with this schlub. It's just perfect. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with another S-C-H I, word. Yeah, but, you know, you have to understand. I mean, you know, the Nets have done something here in the last four years that is very hard to do. And that is to spend as much money as they have spent mm -hmm. And the return on investment would get anybody fired. One playoff series. I mean, it win. is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I also should tell you, by the way, we are brought to you by Jackpocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. Uh, so the seventh place Knicks are now within two games of the Nets for fifth in the Eastern Conference as both teams will play once more before the All-Star break. you got the Nets hosting the Heat tomorrow night while the Knicks will be in Atlanta to visit the Hawks. Uh, by the way, I will admit I did not hear this live of course, as I'm going to play this, they're now going to have a conversation off the air. Oh, go ahead. What do you attention. want? So, okay, so this exchange between Clyde and Breen on MSG, I believe after a foul was called and trying to equate it to, I think, the James Bradbury penalty for the Eagles on Sunday. I hope that didn't cost you last night, Mike. What's that? S Super Bowl. <laughs> Same little hand job that went on. <laughs> Did he say... What I think he said there? Jive. Jive? Jive, okay. not hand jive. Right, yeah. well, the person who brought that to my attention heard something else. Can I, can I hear it again? Sure. I hope that didn't cost you last night, Mike. What's that? Super Bowl. <laughs> Same little hand job that went on. <laughs> what do you think jive? I'm thinking job. Job? I'm thinking job. What? All right, here, let me isolate just no. that part. See these, but what is a hand jive? Yeah, it's got to be hand jive. Is hand thing. Jive, yeah, yeah. Is it's it? More it's like, like a, a musical yeah, kind of like thing, a dance type. Yeah. So yeah, would it work would in that context? See, now I don't know about what specific, the specifics of that foul, so I can't say for sure. With Cost Brad, him in the Super Bowl. With meaning Bradbury, he, you know, he he probably he held the Eagles. This well, you know, I thinking. get that part of it with Breen, like you know, because of the penalty call, the Eagles. But I'm I'm sure it's referring to Bradbury grabbing and holding Juju Smith Schuster with his hands, right? Yeah. Let's see. Same little hand job that went on. <laughs> <laughs> hand job that went on. Hand job that went on. Yeah, it's hand jive. Jive? It's definitely hand jive. Hand jive, baby. Hand jobs. Yeah.
What made that even better is, as I heard that in my ear, I was watching Al dance to the song in his chair there. Uh, wow. <laughs> mm. All right. So I'm going with hand jive on that jive. one. Jive. <laughs> even though Al thinks differently. Uh, Stewart is. I speak jive. No. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's see. The Jets add uh, Todd Downing as passing game coordinator. Uh, the connections to Derek Carr from his Raiders day as quarterbacks coach. Uh, so we'll see what he brings to the table here in New York. Here was Pat Mahomes Sr. as promised, celebrating on the field after watching his son win his second Super Bowl. His wife by his side, speaking to a local TV reporter a few weeks ago. Of course, it was the Joe Burrow pipe he was smoking on after the AFC title game. What you smoking on tonight? I'm smoking on that Philip Blunton. Yeah, Billy Blunt, you know, just chilling out, hanging out, man. Hey, great game. It was a great game. He's having a blast. How about the experience of this Super Bowl run for his son? Well, it's surreal, man. I mean, uh, your son gets to realize his dream, you know, a couple of times, you know, and this kind of solidifies, you know, his place and everything. So, you know, he's going to go out there and play the game the way it's supposed to be played. I mean, the way he was taught. So, you know, it's all good. And did he have any doubts or worries, especially after Patrick aggravated that high ankle sprain in the second quarter? When he went down, he's come up limping a little bit. I, I got a little concerned, but uh, once he gave me the okay, he, he gave me the thumbs up. I knew he was good, so I knew we'd be okay. He was having himself a blast afterwards. I would love to hang out with that guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, he sounds like so much fun. Man, oh man. Probably says a lot of interesting things along the way. Well, Probably had some great stories from the playing games. Oh, of course. Yeah. And I'm sure this is also why I was thinking about him talking about Jackson Mahomes. Like yes. all the stuff he would say to you in private about that. Uncensored. Sitting at a, sitting at a hotel bar or something, a couple of drinks <laughs> in. Just going through the whole thing. Oh, it'd be you awesome. Like, you were like in the box with the family watching the game. And oh. he's trash talking Jackson as he's right. sitting right there. Put that phone down, you weirdo. <laughs> great. I think we found someone who worships Mahomes more than Boomer. Uh, Paul Rudd, of course, huge Chiefs fan. Massive man crush on his quarterback. I just want to thank Patrick Mahomes for existing, for putting in all the work, so we can just all enjoy his greatness every week. And um, I'm, I'm so lucky that I, I'm alive to watch this. And I, I just, I cannot believe he's a real person. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, Hi, Chris. He lives down here, that Paul Rudd. Does he? Yeah, he was there when uh, Pete Pilates' windshield got smashed in when a homeless person <laughs> threw a garbage can at it. Yeah, he was, he was right there, there like, yes. Help he was there. Assist? Yeah. He, he was, like, conversing with Pete about the situation? No, there? Pete just missed him, of course, ah. in a true Pete Pilates way. So Sean Morash was there with Paul Rudd talking about the car, going, this is my buddy's car. The whole thing had this great conversation with huh. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd goes, oh, man, I'm sorry for this guy, walks away. And then Pete comes up, loves Paul Rudd. It's like one of his favorite actors. I just missed him. Comes, just misses him to, to show up to see his windshield smashed in by a psycho with a garbage pail. <laughs> yeah. If that isn't Pete Pilates life in five minutes, I don't know what is. That about sums it up. Yeah. It, there you do. Every now and then you see some of the stars walking around down these parts. I saw Daniel Day-Lewis shuffling along the street really? one day. Yeah. Wow. Right out here uh, crossing on Hudson between... Uh, Going across on on Charlton, right down the street, right right downstairs. I saw a video just yesterday, and it was titled uh, "Bradley Cooper Walks Down Hudson Street." It was uh, Hudson and uh, Christopher. Oh yeah, right near hmm. where we work. About here. that, wow, oh, about bougie that. area that we work in. They've all uh, got these nice places down. down well, here. we're just south of the West Village, mm -hmm. and I would think that most of these guys probably live in the West Village, if not around here. I mean, a lot of these buildings here have been redone, or some new buildings have gone up around here too. Yeah.
I saw Jane Krakowski at the oh Starbucks downstairs once from Thirty oh, Rock. Yeah, oh, man, go. oh man! So you never know. You got to keep your eyes peeled. Who's that guy? That does see. the farmers commercials? We are farmers. He was in the movie with Miles Teller. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Simmons, J.K. J- J- K- Simmons. J.K. Simmons. J- K- yeah. Simmons. He's yes. the only guy I've ever seen down here. Hmm. I see notes. Louis C.K. every now and then. Do you? Yep. What's he's made a comeback. Yes. Has he? Oh, okay. oh 100%. Garden. He's back. Yeah, he's yeah. back. He sold out the garden Did not he? that long ago. Wow, okay. Yeah, like a week and a half ago. Yeah. yeah, he opened up. He said, I'm sorry about uh, what I put you fans through. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I know that there's people in light, your life that you did not tell that you were coming to the show. <laughs> <laughs> were you at the show? No, I was not. Oh, okay. Very good. Uh, we mentioned last hour, Nestor Cortez is dealing with this uh, great, it's a grade two oh, hamstring grade strain two. already. Mm. Already. And so he's out of the World Baseball Classic. Uh, he's optimistic he'll be ready for the start of the regular season, but of course he hasn't even... Maybe uh, he's using it to get out of the Baseball Classic. Maybe, that's possible. I mean, he did. He is coming off... He's a, on the USA team, right? He was, yeah, oh, and he's coming off... Screwing the uh, USA Baseball team. A massive workload as far as his innings go as compared to prior seasons. He took a big jump and uh, seemed to... Uh, Fatigue down the stretch a little bit. He had some injuries late in the year, even admitted after the playoffs to kind of pitching through a couple of things. So he said he got hurt running sprints last week in Miami. He's not going to throw from a mound for a couple of weeks, so he is out of the WBC. Yankees still have Kyle Lagashioka, Jonathan Lewisica, and Glaber Torres set to play uh, in that tournament. And the WBC pitchers were to report to spring training yesterday, and the position players are doing in the next couple of days. You've got all that going on. Did you see the um, MLB made an adjustment on the rules for position players pitching for the season? Because that got a little out of control last year. I did not see this. All right, so a position player may pitch if the game is in extra innings, in the ninth inning when trailing by eight or more runs, in the ninth inning when leading by ten or more. So basically... Trying to, I think, limit the occurrences where you'd have to have a real blowout or an extra inning situation where you're down an arm rather than, hey, we're down four or five and we're just going to punt on this game and sure. play our position. All right, it makes so, sense. So not a drastic well, difference. Just let the but team say, are, hey, we're taking off. We're done. We're exactly. Do that in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, right. That's just whatever. Forget it. Sit everybody and mail it in. No, forfeit. just say, look, uh, we'll forfeit the last two innings. Yeah, we're, we're done. done. Right. We'll see you tomorrow night. They should do that. That would be great. That would just be awesome. About a mercy rule. Yeah, get those games over with. They'd never do that with all the concessions and everything else, but they should. Just Don't they usually shut the home. concessions down, though? Like in seventh, the seventh inning, inning beer they do, I think. Just beer. Yeah, that makes sense. I think you can get food and other stuff. Yeah. Ice cream on your way out sure. if you'd like. Something like that. Or you could just go out in the parking lot and get the you know stale pretzel for a buck. Out of a shopping cart. Yes. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.
question. What will the Raiders do with Derek Carr? And uh, who is going to have uh, first crack at him? Because, you know, even though the Saints have taken a shot at him right now, he has decided to go to free agency. And I think that means because of his agent. I would imagine his word has gotten to his agent, don't sign anything. Give us a chance. Now, who is that give us a chance team? Give us a chance. So that would be the Jets. I think that could be the Panthers. I think that could be uh, the Titans. I think that could be, uh, of course, the Saints are in the mix there. Mm -hmm. And one of those teams are... You know, it's probably going to go somewhere to the tune of three years, $120 million, And then will another team go to a fourth year and go to, say, you know, closer to 140 to $150 million? I mean, he's going to make somewhere around $37 million a year. Just yeah. so you know. I mean, yeah. just and then and then you kind of take that and then you see what Daniel Jones is going to sign for. And then you take that and you see what Jalen Hurts is going to sign for. Yeah, I mean, it is a crazy market for those quarterbacks. And the Jets, if they are desperate, like let's say if Aaron Rodgers doesn't end up leaving Green Bay or he retires or doesn't want to come here to the Jets. I mean, they're going to have to be that desperate team to give Derek Carr. They're going to have to at least offer him that money. Now, if he chooses somewhere else, he chooses somewhere else. Sort of like Kirk Cousins did. Sort of like Tyreek Hill did. He may choose somewhere else, but they're going to be painted in such a corner that they're going to have to give him that deal. And I think essentially at that point, probably say goodbye to Zach Wilson. Yeah, I would just think that, you know, it sounds like uh, listening to what Woody said out there in Arizona, Woody Johnson said out there about a plug-and-play quarterback that they're going to be all in on one of these guys. And in order to be all in on one of these guys and get the guy that you want or you think that the coach wants and everything else, you're going to have to step up the plate and you're going to have to beat some pretty other significant suitors. You know, to me, like if you're Derek Carr, you got to know, is Zach Wilson in your future? Because if he is, then you're not coming here. Yeah. If they, you know, like he wants to go somewhere where he is going to be unquestioned the starting quarterback that would be the case in new orleans i think that would be the case you know in uh carolina it's not i mean he's going to case here he, too yeah. no but it would be the case here too but in those other cities he doesn't have somebody sitting behind him like zach wilson yeah true and obviously they want zach wilson to pan out at some point but I mean, think about it, though. If they're paying Derek Carr, like, and he's going to start for the foreseeable future, I mean, having Zach Wilson on the roster is meaningless. That, that, but that's the point. So that's kind of like the the collateral stuff that you have to take into account. But, but the Jets are all in for a quarterback. Whether or not Zach Wilson is here or not, I guess in their eyes is probably inconsequential. But to whoever is signing a contract to come here and be this plug-and-play quarterback that Woody, Woody Johnson says he's going to be, uh, then... There's no way they're going to want Zach Wilson here, I don't think. And that and that creates a combustible room. That yeah. that, and, and by the way, if I'm Zach Wilson and I have, you know, my representatives, I'm like, get me the hell out of here. I don't want to be here sitting behind Derek Carr in a four-year, $140 million contract. Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely not. Now, I, I think that, so you don't want Derek Carr here because you don't think he fits. I only think personality. Personality wise, That's you don't it. think he fits. I, mean, I think he's a really good player. I don't look. I think he's a really good player. I, I really, yeah. Do. I, I I don't want Jimmy Garoppolo here because I think the guy is. You put him in an organization like the Jets, where they have been searching for a quarterback forever and they're looking for a savior. He is not the guy who's committed and, and going to turn the thing around. I and and he's the most injury prone guy out there that is available. 
I think that Aaron Rodgers would be perfect. Obviously, he's Aaron freaking Rodgers, but I don't think he's coming here. So, I mean, there's there's not a great answer or a something that makes total sense right now as Joe Douglas and, and Rob Sala look at this landscape. It's going to be fascinating. And we got to wait for Aaron Rodgers to come out of the box. That's the big thing. When he goes in there later this week or whatever it is, he's going to go on Pat McAfee today. And then we're going to find out when he's going in the box and he comes out of the box. He says he's going to make the decision. <sighs> the box? I mean, that's what he said. The, the darkness retreat. He's going to go in there for four days. And then he's going to be with his thoughts and he's going to come out. And I mean, maybe he comes out and says, I'm retiring. I mean, he might or, slide or right out of listen, that box and say, you, I'm done. You, you could know? say he's retiring. You could say, I want to stay in Green Bay, which could be a problem for Green Bay because they may want to get rid of him. Right. Or he could say, I'm going to ask Green Bay to trade me, therefore taking Green Bay off the hook from the fan backlash of trading a, a very popular player. Yeah, I mean, it just seems interesting to me, though, because he always says, you know, football is just one part of my life and all these other things. And he's going to go in this darkness retreat just to think about, like, football and what his future is. Like, he's just going to sit around going, hmm, you know, La Vegas. Uh, you know, they are hosting the Super Bowl, by the way, too. That's I know. another thing. But, the, you know, the other thing, too, is like I, and I've been harping on this, like kind of like I, how I harp on the stability for the quarterback. You want to keep the same coaches in place. You want to keep the same systems in place. You want them to grow like Joe Burrow's growing the way that uh, Josh Allen has been growing. You don't want to stunt their growth. Look at what uh, Jalen Hurts has done in the same offense now and mm-hmm. how he's grown into this great young player. I mean, that's what you want. That's the kind of environment you want these players to be in. Um, boy, I'll tell you, uh, if you if you sign one of these quarterbacks and you don't win next year, <laughs> yeah, well, especially if it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you know, I have a Raider fan that I talked to who is he was actually a former quarterback at Belfort Football, but he hates Derek Carr. Thinks he yeah. stinks. I know. Thinks he, he he can't handle pressure, can't play in the cold. He's just he thinks he's horrible. So he's like, I I want the Jets to sign him just because I want to hear everybody screaming and yelling about how they thought he was good, and then they're watching him every day and he sucks. Well, if he can't play in the cold, then he better go to the NFC South. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where it does get somewhat chilly there at times, yeah, but, but not like in, up here. But you're inside in New Orleans. You're inside in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, it's true. I mean, come on, that's true. The only place where it possibly could get cold would be Carolina, right? Tampa Bay's not getting cold. Yeah, you're right. That's it. Yeah, that's. I was just thinking Carolina because he's going to be playing eight games there. So I was thinking the if he goes there, but but it's never really freezing there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. True. Uh, Let's go to Anthony in Belleville. What's going on, Anthony? Over at GLO. Oh yeah, yeah, Anthony. What's happening, brother? What do you want? What's up, fellas? Hey, uh, I think that check-in segment. That you got for Boomer there. I think that's touching the money a little bit. What do you think? And in what way? <laughs> what if they don't make it? You check in and then they uh, check out. Well, you're telling me that if Boomer checks in on a friend to see if they're doing okay, it's touching the money because then they may die afterwards? They may check out. See, I don't... I, I what, happens, what happens if I check out? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got one other question. Oh, great. Hey, y'all, if the Mets had Aaron Judge, where would you want him batting? (laughs) Stop it. Hey, something I was going to ask you, or did you happen to see, I don't know if you're on Twitter or not. Are you on Twitter? 
No. All right, so the, the video I posted when they put Sal and I up on the Jumbotron at the Islander game, they played a oh, clip. Yeah. They played a clip from the show, and it was actually your phone call that they played. How about that? Yeah, that was great. I loved that. Yeah, so we went to Anthony, and you go, you take the call. You're like, Anthony and Belleville, you better give me something good today, I swear to God. And then Anthony says, yeah. hey, Gio, will you, I think you're wearing my grandmother's shirt. <laughs> and then you yeah, start I laughing. Was, that was in the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. It was, it was before the studio changed. But, uh, but yeah, they picked, they picked that out because they love you. Yeah, I love them. And I love <laughs> you guys. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Happy Valentine's yeah, Day, yeah, yeah, I love wacko. Whack nut job. <laughs> <laughs> you whack nut job. Uh, yeah, so that check-in segment, I don't think that's touching the money. I think it's a great idea. Boomer checks in. Boomer checks in with his friends. Did we check in with Dan Deardorff yet? No. Uh, well, I haven't. No. Al, Al said he had. Oh, okay. Had you checked in with Dan Deardorff? I had not. I wasn't sure if we were doing the check-in segment. Yes. Would well, you like me to call him right now? Yeah, I would like you to check I mean, in with I him. mean, look at that photo that CBS found. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Look at Al Michaels up in the front of that. Yeah. Look how young he looked. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Yeah. Hey, there you are with Dan Deardorff, and there's Al Michaels away from everything, isolating himself. <laughs> Looks like you guys were chopping it up. Yeah, we were chopping it up, right? Yes, yeah, so we had this idea since it's after the Super Bowl, and you know, there's not as many sports topics to talk about. That we'll check in with Boomer's famous friends that he hasn't talked to in a while, like Dan Deardorff is one of those guys. We haven't heard from Dan. He said he hadn't heard from Dan about three years, and I said, hmm, I wonder if he's okay. That, and the reason I I said that is because. His teammate, his longtime teammate, Conrad Dobler, had just passed away. That's right. And he was like, oh, you know, Dan Deardorff from Conrad Dobler. I haven't talked to Dan Deardorff in a while. Yeah, that's right. A couple so this years. Is, at least a couple years. So this is one of those things. Check in. That would be a check-in spot. Do a little check-in spot. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 